oddly enough, this is this is normally in my rotation for my playlists, um, regardless of the uh, its appearance on uh, Winning Time. Great song by the late uh, Olivia and John. Yeah, we just uh, we just did we just watch this for some? Why did we watch this? <laughs> yeah. It's because because Olivia Newton John passed away. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was a rough. That was rough. Poor, oh, yeah. poor Gene Kelly. <laughs> uh, this is B Von Microbers and Leonard, and I'm Gregory, and we're here because we're gonna do a little quick take on uh, Winning Time, which uh, they shoot. I can't say this word again. Debuted last night. <laughs> Uh, so we'll do, we isn't that the way we do it? We do the quick takes and then we do the full review on the weekend. Is that the way that works? Is that the way it goes? Oh, I'm not even sure. So. Oh. I think so. I, I got it. So I didn't know it was out till last night at about 10 and I was yeah. already in bed getting ready to go to sleep. So yeah, I saw like the blurb on, um, what is it? What's, what's a Google play store thing? And they have like an advertisement. So I was oh, like, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, how do it's funny because we just saw the trailer, it seemed kind of quick for it to come it out. It does last night, but, right? but I think it was like August the 5th because I remember going, like, oh, oh, it's coming out, like it's coming out. Uh, and then today's pour we have is uh, more brewing company, so this is fresh from uh, more fests. Um, this is Elixir Fields, it's a double dry hopped double India pale ale. And I don't know, can you see? Uh, yeah, it's eight percent, eight percent. I like that number right now. It has a, it, it, and this one actually tells you what the uh, the hops are. It's got Citra, Schnook, Mosaic, and Sabro. So they got yeah. a bunch of going on. Give me all of those hops right now. Did you pour this already or not? Yes, I did. Did you pour it in your official more tasting glass? No, I got the. Oh. I went the full pour. Oh, I got. Geez. I got to go full. The full Monty. Yeah, down. yeah. Because you give me that. You give me that extra little time to uh, set up. So okay, so let's go take a picture. All right, here we go. Cheers. Brother. Is there lactose in this? It seems kind of no. creamy, no? No, but it's funny that you mentioned that. I don't know if you got this, but doing the pour, I got a lot of uh, head on it. Oh, yeah. A lot of, uh, I don't know if it's carbonation. It was very fluffy. Yeah, yeah. It was very fluffy. Yeah, definitely. And it's creamy. So I guess that's the oats and the uh, the, oh, wheat, yeah. the flaked wheat, perhaps. Yeah. Oh, man. I got bad, I got bad sleep last night. So mm. I'm like irritable, cranky, hmm. tired. Um. Yeah. Do you do you get normal sleep? Do you get probably deep? not. Pro- probably not. I would say, I would say probably not. But I don't know. I don't realize it. Yeah. Because I do wake like I'll sleep. I'm a I'm a I'm a light sleeper. So I'll wake up pretty easy if I hear a sound or something like that. So you know, I think that I think that interrupts my sleep. And like these days, I get up. I probably sleep for like around four hours, then get up. You know, get up for a couple hours and then sleep again for maybe like a few hours. Jeez. And are you like waking up to go to the bathroom? Is that it? Too? Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's a prime example. Yeah, old people problems. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like I used to be like that when I was younger too, though. So I mean, so the writing was already on the wall for that. Yeah. You know, like you know, those certain things like like they're nothing new. Like oh, that was already happening to me when I was young. I try not to drink uh, liquid after a certain time because then I know I'm going to be up. Yeah, that's I try true. to yeah. I try to stop like at eight o'clock maybe, and then yeah. uh, and then and ho- hopefully pray that I don't have to use the bathroom at like three o'clock. There's nothing worse than waking up at three o'clock to go use the bathroom and then. Yeah, but but at least sleep. you're like right next to your bathroom though. I mean, it's like yeah. you're right there. Like I have to go yeah. like you know more. I have to get up and like uh, which is not <laughs> easy for someone who has you know arthritis. So get like a bucket. 
Good like a bucket. Drew, no, I could tell you a whole story about that. Oh, shit. Uh, what, do you, what do you call the, uh, not the bedpan, but the other thing? Yeah, uh, the bedpan, yeah. the little bottle. It's not a bedpan. Yeah, it's like, it's a, like bottle a bottle. Thing. Yeah. It's, it's it's almost like, impo- I mean, I, I get those like when you're in the hospital, but it's almost impossible to use those because, you know, I mean, you know the way urine is. It starts to smell after a certain amount of time. So uh, unless you wash it out every day, like, yeah. you know, actual cleaning out, not just wash it out. You got to really clean it. You're going to, you're, really? you know, it's just not going to work. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I just crawled, just like fall out of bed real quick and then yeah, I yeah. can't get back to sleep. I was up at three today, four, five, and then my alarm goes up at six. And then I finally was like, dang, got to get up. So, uh, uh, oh, so we were talking about winning time was last night and we I wasn't expecting it to be last night. Yeah. Um, I did get a quick, I probably need to watch it again because I, I just went through it real quick and we're, we're, this is just quick take. So, Mm-hmm. Um, we'll probably do the whole episode on the weekend, which which is what we used to do with Last of Us when that was out. Um, yeah. so what are your initial thoughts on the uh the uh, yeah, season it's premiere? Good. It's a good, it was good. You know, it's a good continuation. It's I mean, it's basically you know it's following up on the first season. Starts off four years later, and you know, which is interesting because I think I think we talked about that when the Lakers started to rise, you know, they fully rise. They had that nineteen seventy nine win, and then they kind of went flat for a second there. They they were they were. They couldn't get over the hump, and then I think '84 is when they finally did. So this is like, you know, obviously they're winning, and then they, but they go back four years, like you know. So I thought that's pretty good. We're gonna see the struggles apparently in this season. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The system, like the uh, the uh, <laughs> was it Paul West heads the system. Yeah, is it basically was, like the, was, was that the run and gun type? Yes, like the UNLV run and gun. Yeah. I was just gonna say that it's volume, right? It's run and gun. You, he, this is where you're most successful from the floor. As yeah. soon as you get the ball, and if you're there, just shoot it up. Yeah, that's and to me, I remember that more so. I think with UNLV because I think they were, I think Tarkanian was using that that shoot that that run and gun type offense. Yeah, it was just like do not break. So your your shooting percentage overall is going to be low, but you're throwing the ball up with such volume that you're going to score more points than the other team. Yeah, yeah. 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 Interesting. <laughs> Although this I think all... who who is it? Somebody somebody on the team that goes like. They're going to catch on, though, pretty quick because it doesn't matter. We're just going to keep shooting it over and over again. I don't think it matters, though, because if, if you have five guys, at least you're still, at the very least, they're starting lineup that are have high percentage on these particular spots, then yeah. – and as soon as you get the ball, you're shooting. I think it's it, – Oh, but, the but there's also like a like big caveat. Wait, wait, when, when he talks about the system, this is after what happens to Magic, right? Yes, yes. Oh, okay, magic yeah. is a cause for the creation for the, of the For system. the system. Oh, okay, okay. And so, and so the whole logic is uh, that uh, the whole logic is the team cannot be made up of one or two stars because if your one of your stars goes down, like Magic does, then you're over reliant on him and you can't win anymore. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And at that time, they still. It's interesting because the beginning, I don't know if you noticed, like that. There's different names in the Lakers at this time. We see Worthy on there, you know. So we're seeing the other the other stars that would rise from the from the you know for the Lakers. But at this at this point in eighty in eighty. They don't eighty eight eighty one. They don't have worthy and those backup guys, like you know, to to help them. So right away we start looking at the different character stories, and again, we won't get into it too much. We'll save a full review maybe for the weekend show. But they're getting into the backstories. It's it's magic, and not only his injury, but his philandering. Is that the right oh, word? Yeah. Philandering is that the right word? Is that what it is? I thought it was promiscuity. Get... The pr- promiscuity maybe. Uh, I always woman, get phil- womanizing. Uh... Yeah. I always get the philanderer mixed up with the philanthropist, but I think yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is... When you say that, I'm thinking like, wait, he's giving money away, like he's he's, he's uh... a. <laughs> 
when I was here, I always got them two, two words mixed up. Mm. I don't know why. Uh, he's a philanderer, meaning I think he beds many a woman, I think, is what that means. The following in the footsteps of maybe a Will Chamberlain. Like, wasn't it oh, Will yeah. Chamberlain? Was he... He must be yeah. like a like a hero though. So like every every athlete wants to aspire to be like Wilt. And I guarantee you that you know when we read the bio or we didn't read it, but when it came out for Wilt, he he guesstimated that he had slept with over ten thousand women. I think. Oh yeah, that uh, that might be a little exaggeration, but it's <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure he was cl- somewhere up in the, those numbers, but that does seem kind of crazy. And if you're da- if if your legend is that grand then everybody has heard that legend right and i'm sure they must have oh, seen yeah. him absolutely they might have, yeah. they might have even seen him in the act uh, at some of these clubs probably oh that's like true whole, yeah like whole it's, thing it's his it's his circle i mean it's like his circle of people you know the friends and the you know the people it's just like yeah you have to at some point see him with like at a club you're right at a club yeah, yeah. or maybe some kind of function he's got all these women with him and stuff oh yeah, yeah. and i guarantee it wasn't just one woman it was two three women probably that were God. attached to him but that makes me wonder because we find, you know, we do find out some revelations about magic. If magic was getting into this situation, Wilt must have been like, like twenty fold or, or beyond, like, uh, like situations like the magic situation. So yeah. it's kind of weird. Like, do we do we ever hear about like him having a bunch of kids all over the place or who Wilt? Yeah, Wilt. No, I don't, are, probably. Are did probably Wilt have signed... like? Are did Wilt like take like uh, matters into his? You know, I mean, you can obviously you can you know you can shut your valves off too. So. Yeah. Or probably has all those NDAs out there. Just hey, sign this non-disclosure agreement. And yeah, but eventually that's going to come out, though. It's you know, it's going to you know, you're going to know that you have all these kids. It's going to come. It does, you know, especially now with modern science. I assume this happens in 1980, and this is actually true. We, we find out later with the magic. This is an actual. This is a real story. That I guess at the time you could kind of fake it if you don't really want it because I don't. I don't believe there's any DNA yet. So technically, uh, it's your word versus the the versus the the person's uh, word. You know. Nowadays, obviously, just go take a test and, oh, you know, you're busted. Oh, yeah, Jerry Springer, you are not oh, yeah, the yeah, father. You, yeah, you are the father. <laughs> uh, so we yeah. go to so we go to uh, look at the Magic's uh, promiscuity. I'll use your word since I don't know if it's philander or philanthropist. Um, it, apparently, he fathers a child in this yeah. uh, an episode. Um, we see uh, Kareem also. And it's kind of Kareem's fault that Magic winds up being involved with the kid's life because Kareem has his kid and he's yeah, proud well, of his kid. Well, it's interesting. You know that? Gosh, it's so weird because I don't know why. Like in this show, almost specifically, I like to go back and look at like the facts just to because you know oh, yeah. there's that controversy. So I had to look at the facts for Magic and for Kareem at this time. At that time, Kareem had already had three children from a prior wife. I mean, from a, yeah, from a prior wife. Uh, so so he was already and it, so you know it's so funny because when you're watching the show, you're going wait wait a minute, why is Kareem okay? why is it okay for you know for Kareem? But you realize he was married and he had these kids, so he had already had that in the past. So it's like no big deal. Magic for him was the first time, and he's yeah. a star. He's a rising star. So it make it does make sense in that in that uh, aspect is it safe to say and i don't, I don't know i mean it's not appropriate is it safe to say that when you're, you're you're rich you're famous you're an athlete and you have money and is it safe to say when you go around the country you have groupies are there are oh there, absolutely are, are you kids groupies i don't know you, i don't know that. heck don't know that yeah myself. are you oh, oh come on know. you know this know. no <laughs> no I come know? on actors have them athletes have them every oh but you know we know bands have them yeah, everybody but, uh, with wealth and fame has them. Yeah, but the, I'm just assuming since they go from city to city, they probably have hookups all over the uh, country, oh, yeah. right? Oh, Absolutely, yeah. of course. Yeah. Of course. What do I, what do yeah. I know? 
Yeah, there's always going to be somebody that wants a piece of the pie. And I'm talking about both, you know, both pies, you know, the monetary wise and just the pee, you know, not to be, you know, gross about it, but they want, you know, they want to, they want to sample everything. Yeah. And then we're talking about the system that Paul West said. You notice how Pat, right? The, the, what's the guy's name who plays Pat Riley, the actor? Oh God, bro! Adrian Brody, maybe? Yes, he yeah. is coming into his own in that character. Let me tell you, it's like he's starting to look like him more like and more. Him. Yeah, I thought the one funny thing is where uh, Paul Paul introduces the moose. Yeah, <laughs> you know, although it is kind of weird because Paul, I don't think, I don't think, not Paul, uh, uh, Pat, I don't think Pat used moose. I think he almost used like a he almost used like a pomade or something. Oh, yeah. His hair was it more was greasier. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, but Brody's doing a good job, man, stepping into that role. Because initially we thought the casting was a little off when we yeah, first yeah, saw yeah. the first couple of episodes. But he has that voice down pat. No pun intended. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the, I thought a lot of these guys, they do the voice down really good, man. Because like over the years, we've been able to sample and hear the voices yeah. pretty, pretty a lot. Magic, we, we know Magic's voice. You know Kareem's voice. Yeah. You know, we, and and um, and Chick Hearns, of course, we know his voice. So it's like Because he's the one that talks the most. Yeah, yeah, we always talk about the casting on this is exceptional. Even like the even like the when you take a look at the actors, I mean, they really did a spot on choice for casting. Oh yeah, them. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Everybody, like everybody's pretty, everybody's relatively good. close. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought didn't we say that's Norm Nixon's real kid? Did we say oh, that? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's I think right. We said that. And you and can't then, get closer uh, than that unless you get Norm himself, and you know. Yeah, and we had the Jamal Wilkes guy. Like he didn't talk, but I know that's Jamal Wilkes because it looks like him. <laughs> it's like wow, man, brilliant casting on this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what other? So the other part is the whole um, uh, Jerry Bus and his legacy and his children. Oh, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. him trying to be a better parent and and be involved with the kids. It is kind of weird. Funny. It's kind of weird too because it, it took like a whole season. Obviously, it's taken years. I mean, it's probably what what they're all like in their twenties now or, or eighteen. You know, they're in their late teens to to early adulthood. And if he finally realizes that the sons are pretty like, oh God, you guys are just like, you know, and you know he really wants to say, why can't you be more like G- like Genie? Yes, you know? but he can't say that though. And it's weird because he still kind of has that sexist attitude where like my sons have to Im- inherit. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he wants them to, but he's yeah. realizing these guys are they don't they're not it. They just don't have they don't have the gene that I, that I gave to Gene to your sister. Your sister got the gene, and you guys are just not, you know you don't have it. Yeah, because uh, I think one of the sons wants to be a jockey, and the other one's like in a, in a band. Oh yeah, 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 and th- and that sets up another thing in the movie later on. Where oh, hey, hey man, yeah, would you wouldn't you just love to have like parents that gave you like teams, oh, yeah. your own sports teams? <laughs> like how do you blow here? that too? Like, and how would you blow that? Like hey, like you know, just and you're gonna collect people like three hundred dollars to get in get on the team or get or get in the investment of the team. So yeah. Yeah, not much basketball going on here. Kind of fo- focus fo- episode one of season two focuses more on the relationship. Oh yeah, relationship, the, the yeah, human yeah, definitely aspect, the magic and the bust. Yeah, although it does have the begin because the beginning does start off good though. It has it has that like I said, game one of nineteen eighty four, uh, Lakers versus the Celtics. Oh yeah, you know, they go in there, and, uh, and and then they play Prince. They play Prince's "Let's Go Crazy." Oh yeah, that's which is great. That's like man, the other reason why this show has has you no, know, it gives you all gives you all those member berries. Like oh, it's like I remember because we watch as kids we watch this, and then you're hearing the music. It's like oh, and this is great. Yeah, you know it's funny. We always talk about the music detracting from a story in a lot yeah. of cases, but especially when it's overused. 
It, it definitely is overused here, but you're right. Since it's capturing that that moment. Oh yeah, yeah, it's in perfect. Time, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. As yeah. soon as the Zanin, the the uh, Olivia and John uh, Magic song came out, I'm like I go, okay, I'm in. I'm yeah, back. yeah, it's, and you go like, and it's perfect. It's perfect, and it does make me wonder. The writers go like, okay, we need a we need a magic and magic eccentric song. Nineteen, <laughs> it's nineteen was eighty, I think it was. Yeah, when they play it. So yeah. like, what was out at that time that has magic? Oh, live perfect. Uh, Olivia Newton John just did Xanadu. Okay, let's use that. Uh, so we'll probably do a, a more in depth review um this weekend. So I mean, overall, it's back. I mean, we're in. Oh yeah, it's back. Yeah, it's back. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? We have anything else? I don't think so. No, no. no. Uh, besides the uh, director from The Exorcist passed away, I think. Yeah, so. you know, William I, I was telling you about that when I when I saw the like the name, I was like, I would I would not know. I don't know why I don't know this. Like I don't know the director's name of The Exorcist. You know, that, you know, it's, it's obviously it tells you that he did the The Exorcist, and I forget what the other movie was, The French Connection. And I'm like, I I I, I don't even recognize his name. And we've seen that movie many times, but I still can't remember his name. Oh yeah, we saw it for the show, and we yeah. read the uh, novel. That's so, correct. Uh, yeah, so he passed away. I didn't like any box office stuff really. I, I think Barbie crossed the one billion mark this weekend, and yeah. uh, I think Oppenheimer passed the five hundred million mark. I think something like so, that. Yeah, I just saw. What I saw what did I? See? I just see the the Mission Impossible just sinking like a like the really? Titanic, oh, man. I, I, I still don't understand that at all. That's just that's wow. weird. Yeah. Wow. The Thedans uh, will have a word have, with the Mr. Cruz. They will have a word. <laughs> like, you have failed us. Tom, you have failed. Uh, what do we got going on for the weekend, for the show weekend show? We have... Uh, uh, got Degrassi. And we're, we're getting to the end of Degrassi Junior High. Yes. It's almost at the end, so... Yeah. yeah. And then we got Justified, the two, and oh, the, yeah, air, yeah, yeah. the two, and then this... So we got full show, a bunch of TV yeah. shows. Well, this one we already got out. So that's and I already got the obviously you got you, I'm sure you got the Degrassi's already out too. Yeah. Did you see uh, so I was telling you I saw that movie, The Descent. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah, I like the descent. Yeah. So when yeah, when you mentioned it, first when you mentioned it, I was like, wait a minute, you're talking about the horror movie with the with the uh the the the, the uh what do you, what do they call it? spelunkers? Yeah, the female spelunkers. And I was like, wait a yes. minute, yeah, yeah, I like that movie, yeah. It's it's basically I mean and, and if you get to listen to the soundtrack because it definitely is derived oh, yeah. from the thing and aliens yeah, yeah. and it kind of is like the, it's it is kind of it is kind of aliens as the movie gets along with the main character and she's kind of like fighting them off like the oh yeah and the, and I was telling you about the ending how there's several endings to that and uh, I I guess the one we got was like kind of kind of a more like happy ending where she got, kind of goes like she's in the cop car I think and then. She sees like the Juno character, but she's yes. still like a lot. She's actually alive. And the original English ending, it's, I think it's an English movie. They, uh, she, she does not. She's, she's actually winds up back in the cavern in the middle of the cavern, just still stuck in there. And, yeah. and I, and I think the ultimate, my, my feeling in the movie is, it's possible that she doesn't even face like creatures, and then she just kills all the girls. That, that was my like theory yeah. that we're thinking that in the movie she's killing you know that these creatures are killing them but I think she kills everybody in the movie yeah. and she's just insane that's that was my impression but they changed it around and they made a part two and it was like awful and it was basically a rip off of aliens and it's funny you mentioned that because when we were watching I was watching with the kids I was saying yeah. hey you know what maybe she's just having like a psychic breakdown and she's hearing these because you you see her she's seeing things and she's hearing voices and you're yeah. not sure if, and no one else is. So it almost makes it seem like she has the breakdown and she winds up killing everyone 
uh, yeah. herself. That they definitely exactly. had that interpretation yeah. of it. And also, you remember the subject subject matter is that she, that the Juno character cheated on. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe she cheats on uh, mm-hmm. with her husband or her boyfriend, yes. or something like that. So, yes. so, so it makes sense that she would just go crazy in there and just start whacking everybody. So, no, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, I thought it was a good movie up until like yeah. we see these creatures, and then it kind of. I, I like well, it if it's a, a mental projection. Yeah, yeah but that's okay. what I'm saying. Though. I believe yeah. I believe it is a mental projection. That that it, yeah. and, and if she ever gets out of there, let's say she does, she can just say, "Oh, it was creatures," and she can just you know, "Oh, you're insane," you know. But then we find out at the end of the movie, like I said, she's actually still in the cave. She does not get out of the cave. Yeah, and they're all. Uh, it's also reminiscent of the thing. It's all. It's all one gender. It's all very claustrophobic. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Also, yeah, so, the, also, I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you saw the artwork for the cover. It's got that famous like painting with the uh, the skeleton head. It's like and it's, it's a it's women like, forming. It's the a skeleton. women. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's a famous yeah. like painting. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, okay. A, a famous uh, drawing. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't. No, it's wasn't a good horrible. movie. It's good. I think it's like it's 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 up there like in the top horror movies like of maybe wow. of all time. Yeah, it's up there on the list. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we enjoyed it. Um, shoot, that UFC was a was a bust. Oh, Did you yeah. watch that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The main fight was kind of uh it was boring. boring. I mean, everybody was booing them. I mean, that's I mean it's yeah, I mean you can't yeah. get more, you know, you you know, I was sitting there going, Oh, this is a boring fight, and then at the very end, the crowd just lets them have it. And then oh, even yeah. after, like they were they had to address the whole like uh I think they were just calling the guy now like like you know, like what was it like remember back in the day when you watched like certain wrestlers who would just lay and pray? And yeah. it was basically it was kind of like that, like you know. What about the thing I sent you at Ferguson? He's like, yeah, I only, I only lost with that eye poke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, <laughs> man, that guy's like, what is going on here? Come on, dude. You lost your last, like, seven fights or something like that. Six fights or something. Yeah. And, it, and I believe, uh, I believe, uh, I believe, uh, gosh, is it Dos Anjos? He, he clapped back and said, yeah, you poked me in my fight, too, and that's why I lost. So oh. it was kind of like, uh, yeah, I I totally agree with you. Like you did the same. <laughs> like thing I agree me. with you. <laughs> you did the same. It'd be funny. He says, like, "Let's do it again." So I can beat the crap out of you easy. Like even like I'll beat the crap out of you now. Oh, let's see what else. Oh, so that everywhere anniversary also was at that thing on Friday and Saturday. Went down there for two oh, yeah. days uh, oh, to yeah. go check it out. Ran into uh, the, the uh, fans of the show, uh, Evan and uh, and uh, Brian from uh, Green Cheek were out, were out there. Oh, um, okay. they were doing uh, Evan was like dunk the tank, and like people were dunking him. I, I saw the name, I saw, I saw the list. <laughs> no, no, now here's a question, I, and I didn't bring this up before. I was looking at the list of guys that were, I guess, they're like owners, brewer type guys oh, yeah. that are gonna get like dunked in the machine. Yeah, the one of the first, the guy on top was the brewery guy, Rue. Yeah, like the Rue. Now, is yeah. he the owner of uh, everywhere? Is he, oh. the, is he the guy? Is he the guy from everywhere? Like, because I, 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 don't I know. is it? Aren't the everywhere guys like the brewers from uh, the brewery? I they're, they're affiliated with them. I don't know if it's the actual. I, I don't know the in what capacity. Oh, yeah, because I saw like the first name on there is like Rue. Like, and I'm I'm I go, gosh, it's gotta be the brewery guy. So you're saying Patrick Rue has some connection with the uh, with the uh, I mean, with everywhere? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I mean, I figured you'd know this more than than I would. So I mean, I don't know, but I just saw the name there and I was like, oh, oh okay, yeah. And that, like, that is a name we I, we have not heard it from in a long yeah, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I I, no. I have no idea who's the uh, the owners of that. I mm-hmm. to, I'll do I'll do some research and see uh, who pops up in there. I'll tell you one thing, um, man. They make some good beers, and that that uh that that uh style we had on uh, Saturday or Friday, man, that thing was really good. I I, I, I was like, 
I was like, man, like I want to, I want to, I want to like uh, brag about this stuff, but I won't say anything. Like I won't tell Tony or like, you know, like, cause they'll get mad. So I won't say anything. I did grab a, another bottle of that, but yeah, I saw that was like a box set or something, right? Oh, I I have all sorts of stuff. I have a box set, but I spent way too much money over there. As usual, I spent too much money over there. Yeah, I saw there's like about six, what five different of those 500 milliliter bottles, yeah, and then plus, you had like the four pack of like yeah. their, was it the, is it a chocolate uh, stout? Yes, set? it's an imperial stout imperial stout set, not a, not barrel aged imperial stout not set barrel, with, yeah. the, with matching chocolate, I guess. To uh, and to it try also with. comes with the chocolate, right? The, the the cho chocolate. I see you see like a yeah. box of the box. That's that's cool. Let me see. Everywhere is a new project from Jeremy Grinky, Daniel Munoz, Stefan Weber, and Keith Pomelia, all okay. former employees at Placencia's the Brewer Offshoot. Oh, okay, so they were employees. Employees. Let's see. Grinky spent 10 years as a winemaker before taking a job at the brewery, eventually production manager. Oh. Uh, Munoz worked in wine before starting a beer e-commerce. Um, each founder had worked at the brewery since 2018. So, yeah, they definitely all have. Okay, so uh, these are workers some... that work there. So not, so not, but obviously Rue must be a friend of theirs. And, uh, and, and because now that he, I assume that Rue's no longer associated with the brewery because what, didn't they sell, didn't they, uh, sell off? And yeah. So they're, so I, he's free to like, Hey, Hey, it's our old boss. Let's let's have him come back. I think he had, I think he has a, like a wine endeavor in uh, oh, okay. maybe Paso or something like that. So I think he's still in, in the industry or at least the alcohol industry. I think he has like a wine. Oh, okay. A wine. Well, we always in. said, if you're selling your brewery, like what's, you know, it's like, Hey, I sell it make a, make a bunch of money. And then I just come back and do my own project again. You know, why can't I do that? You know, why yeah. can't I, uh, yeah. Uh, so, this, so great beers, great time. Um, mm-hmm. Those members only beers were exceptional, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, but they didn't have any uh, bottles of those. And then their bottles that went on sale were sold out super quick too. I couldn't even get a hold of any of those. So wow. yeah. we'll have, a, we'll f- have a, but now, now that we're done with that stuff, we'll have a bunch of uh, some of these beers from uh, my travels to take in uh, this coming weekend. Like, oh we'll yeah, do some you still more. got some. You got more, more. You got yeah. more, more. Of that I know you got a few of those bottles I want to try. Yeah, the veil more uh, everywhere. So we got a pretty stellar lineup for the foreseeable future uh, for the uh, podcast. Uh, anything else? No. All right. This has been uh, Bevon Microbrews. I'm Leonard. I'm Gregory, and we'll talk to you soon.